tomorrow and then out Monday. We had a we had a death in the family. My grandmother uh, passed away a couple days ago, and so I'm going to go up and uh, and celebrate her life. And um, that's going to require a little bit of travel on my part. So I appreciate uh, appreciate everybody around here being flexible. But we got to get some Super Bowl preview in uh, before that. And by the way, I appreciate Mark Childers being here on the day after the Super Bowl to help us uh, to help us break it down. Um, also, this weekend, you know, we talked about a lot of things starting this weekend. Big sports weekend across the board. One big thing that is happening on Saturday at two thirty is something that has been years in the making. It is the inaugural uh, game for Clemson women's lacrosse. And Coach Allison Quolek joins us for a few minutes to preview that as the Tigers look to take on the Wofford Terriers. Coach, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me on. Oh, well, thanks so much for joining us. Um, Give us a little bit of insight into you're about 48 hours out from the the years-long process to get to to, uh, sort of opening day for your program. What is going through your mind? What emotions are you feeling right now? Well, obviously excitement. I think we all are. You know, I, you know, once the team got back in January and we started preseason, the days have been flying by. And I think for them, you know, they're really excited, I think, to show, you know, the lacrosse community what it's like to be at Clemson and to play at Clemson. Um, and, you know, I think they're just, yeah, really excited to get going and just, you know, bring another sport to the university and a sport that, you know, everybody's going to be really proud of. I know you guys are playing at Historic Riggs Field this year, but there's been a lot of construction on you guys, a, a permanent facility and a place where you can kind of, that you can kind of call your own. What's the process been like the last few weeks as ground is broken on that and you can see the construction now and, and the wheels are sort of turning on that project? Yeah, it's an unbelievable facility and, you know, everybody's been working really hard on it. You know, plans, we've been working on the plans, I want to say, really since I got the job. So, you know, almost 16, 17 months, and it's absolutely beautiful. It's going to be, you know, world-class in terms of a lacrosse facility. I mean, for us to have our own stadium, our own, you know, operations building, sitting right on, you know, the banks of Lake Hartwell, right? I mean, it's absolutely going to be beautiful. And, you know, I think, again, it just speaks to the investment that the, you know, the university and our administration is making, you know, for the student-athletes here and the, the female student-athletes, too. You know, we were just talking about softball, and one of the things that was cool about their first year was you you got to see people who you sold them a vision, and they kind of had to just wait around and just do work behind the scenes to get ready for that. You guys also signed a really good recruiting class back a few months ago of, mm-hmm. of players that are going to be helping you in the future. What's that been like to sell the vision of Clemson? Uh, how has that been received? And then what's it like now to sort of put some of that vision out there for people to see? Right. You know, when I talked about, you know, this program and what it was going to be like, right, we didn't have, you know, any student athletes on campus, but I think for everybody that came here, you know, they could see what was happening with other sports, right? They could see the facilities. They saw the plans that were going to, you know, be in place when they got here. And I think the other thing is when they walked around campus, you know, that energy on campus, that joy that all the students have, like they could feel that and they could envision themselves, you know, playing here. And I think obviously for me, you know, I leaned a lot on softball and what softball did, um, you know, for us, you know, telling them that we're going to be competitive right away and the support and resources, all of that was already in place at Clemson and we were just needed the student athletes to come here. So I think now that, 
you know, we have our transfers here and our freshmen here and then looking to the next class that's going to be one of the top-ranked recruiting classes in the country, you know, it's all coming together and all moving in a really positive direction. Visiting with Allison Kolek, the head women's lacrosse coach at Clemson. They're getting ready to uh, kick off their inaugural season at 2.30 on Saturday uh, at Historic Riggs Field on campus against Wofford. You you know what success looks like. You want, I think I'm right in saying you won 80% of your games at Richmond. So, obviously, you know what that is to have a good roster and to, to have a good team and build a good program. What do you see about this particular group that gets you excited for success? I think it's the dedication that they've had. I, you know, I told them, and, and, you know, we just had meetings with all of our players, and I think for them, I, you know, they knew it was going to be hard. They're, they were going to have to put in a lot of work to build the culture, to build that camaraderie, right? All of that takes time, and I think, you know, when they got back in preseason and they look back on that time in the fall, they realized how much work they put in, but all of that work has really turned this team into um, a united team, a team that, you know, genuinely cares and you know, supports each other. And our play is only up-leveled from that, um, you know, from that time that they've put in. So, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, for us, again, we're moving in a really strong direction. And then, you know, each game, you know, really focused on each game ahead of us, you know, one at a time and making sure that we're continuing to get better and working on those things that we need to work on to only elevate, you know, our play. What are a couple of things that when you look at your roster, you look at the way that you guys can play that you feel like you're going to hang your hat on this season? I think we're going to be really strong on the draw. You know, that's something that we've, we, you know, one, we've worked on and we work on all of the time, but also, you know, we've brought in transfers that are proven on the draw. You know, we have Ella Little who transferred from UNC that, you know, was one of their, um, you know, draw takers. Um, so she has a lot of, um, you know, she's put in a lot of work, you know, through her years on that. Hannah Hillcoff is somebody that came from Oregon that's really strong on the draw. And then Gianna New from Davidson, um, you know, who I competed against. So I could see, you know, what she was capable of doing. And she's only gotten better since she's here. I think the other area, you know, we have two really strong goalies, you know, one that transferred from Penn, another from Maryland, um, who are really going to anchor us in the cage. And I think, you know, when you look at our roster and our players that are out on the field, I think, you know, up and down the field, uh, we have a lot of experience. I think that's something that people, you know, when they think new program, they don't think experience. But, you know, that, you know, that lineup for us come, come you know, our, the game on Saturday is all heavily experienced players that, you know, have been, you know, in tight situations and seen different competition and have all found, you know, success through that. How do you commute? I'm always fascinated to ask this question to coaches who are embarking on a new challenge, a new sport, a new season, whatever, whatever the case may be. How do you communicate goal setting and goal achievement and sort of set the stage for improvement and, and sort of figure out what your team can reasonably achieve this year? How do you communicate that with this roster, knowing that this collective group has not played together yet? So we, you know, we had this meeting two weeks ago to kind of really narrow down, you know, what we're trying to do. And I think for me, I don't look at big picture, right? I know there's a direction that we want to go in, right? And, you know, moving through season and postseason, but really focus on the things that we need to be doing um, each game, you know, and if we're doing these things consistently each game, then we are going to come out on the right side of it, right? So it's really just me measuring the small things in each game that lead to the bigger, you know, positives with the bigger picture. And I think for me, really wanting their focus narrowed in terms of, okay, if we can, you know, we win draws, you know, that's like a, 
<clears throat> like a general stat for us. Like if we can win that category, like things are going in the right direction, right? So I think it's just really focusing on the smaller, the smaller things that we need to be doing to lead to, you know, the big things that we want, you know, down the road. I know it's got to be exciting for you to kind of build a fan base here. Uh, by the way, if you're curious about women's lacrosse, they have a great 101 section on yes. ClemsonTigers.com. Uh, ben, I see you. Uh, I see you perusing that over there. I right am now. reading it right now. I am taking notes as coach talks. I now know what a uh, what the draw is and all of these great things. Yeah. So, I, and I've, I've watched a little bit of women's lacrosse. It's a fun game. Uh, how do you embrace that? Uh, the opportunity to sort of build a fan base from the ground up for this sport. I, I think for us and for the team, that is one of the things that they're most excited about. I mean, I, you know, I was talking to my husband, you know, before I even got here, what I, you know, what I saw of Clemson was on Saturdays, right? Saturday mm. football and, you know, just the energy and, you know, watching on TV and all the people. I mean, I think that's the thing. It's the people here, the community here that make, you know, sports here just, uh, you know, it just brings like that energy. And I, and, you know, there's a natural, like, you know, fan base, like already in place. And I think it's a matter of teaching the sport and having people, you know, you know, learn a little bit more about it, but it is, a really exciting game. It's high scoring. And I think what I say all the time, you know, it's not a game where a team can go up by five with two minutes left. You can't get comfortable with leads because enough, the other team can go on a run very quickly. You can score a goal in seven seconds, right? So it always keeps you on the edge of, you know, the edge of your toes or, you know, and, and um, you know, you never know what's going to happen. But I, I love the fact that you know, it's high scoring, high scoring, you know, great defensive plays that also bring a lot of energy. Um, and I think obviously, you know, I, I think it's just such a fun sport to watch and um, yeah, to see, you know, see the players com compete. Incredibly action packed. Like you said, excited to uh, see it at Riggs field, not just Saturday, but Wednesday, you get a little back-to-back uh, -back home taste uh, right, right at the top of the schedule. Tell us a little bit about Wofford and what you know about Furman, these uh, first two tests for your team. Yeah, so um, well, what I'm so excited about is that the first two are, you know, it's South Carolina, you know, South mm -hmm. Carolina lacrosse. So that is really, you know, really great just to have that in-state competition. I think, you know, when we look at Wofford, it's a new coach. You know, she um, just came from Gardner-Webb. So, you know, as much as we can plan and watch, you know, all the film from last year, it's going to look different. And that's what I told the team. I was like, these are the tendencies of their players. But, you know, I don't know exactly what it's going to look like because there's a new coach. And, you know, we just went over as a staff, we went over the scout for Furman today. Um, and I think, you know, excited just for our players to play against somebody else, right? Um, and just get, you know, that experience under them as we, you know, start to move further into our schedule and obviously ACC play not, not too far away. Absolutely. All right, final one for you. I just want to ask you this. As you envision Saturday's opener, if everything goes according to Allison Quolek's best laid plan, what does it look like? The weather holds. <laughs> I think that's a, a big piece. We have our eye on the weather. Um, I think it's, you know, I, I, it's a combination of different things. I think, but really it's the fan engagement and seeing, you know, just, you know, bringing, you know, a game that, 
you know, the fans leave and being really proud of, you know, what they saw from our team. Um, and also, you know, seeing kids there and that are all, you know, a lot of them experiencing the sport for the first time and getting excited about it and wanting to hold a stick in their hand and just furthering the game in our area. Um, that, that would be a lot of, you know, I would feel great about that and feel like we found success that day. Well, hopefully we see that. Uh, very excited to watch this team in action and you're one for Clemson women's lacrosse. Coach Qualick, thanks so much for joining us. I really enjoyed the conversation. Best of luck Saturday. Hope it all goes well for you. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. All right. That that's awesome. So, you know, just when we're getting we're getting uh, you know, circle instead of mound and softball, all the lingo down, uh, trying to get softball in. Now you're bringing in women's lacrosse. Ben, I, I know that there were some folks who were jiving until she started talking about the draw, and then I was like, oh, man, we just lost, we just lost a bunch of people. We did. Yeah, it really is a good article about uh, – admittedly, I don't know very much at all about lacrosse. It's, it's never been a thing where I have been uh, – it's, it's growing leaps and bounds nationwide and in this area now too. Um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. I, I am – I want to learn about it. I want to watch it. And uh, if you go to ClemsonTigers.com under the the lacrosse tab, you see that lacrosse 101. But look at the facilities and the renderings and all there. I haven't looked at that in a while. I mean, we're building a stadium, building a field that's lakeside. Yes. it's. I can kind of picture, you know, I know that area up there pretty well kind of picture what this finished product is going to look like uh it's going to be unique and that'll be uh, that that'll be fun to go uh to go participate in that and look the support we figured softball would get uh you know would be supported early on not to this extent and and it's not going anywhere now you know it's not just the fact that it's something new I got a feeling lacrosse is going to be that way too. Like it's, you're going to fill it up early because it's new, but then those fans are going to stay. It's, uh, yeah. it's not going to be a novelty kind of a thing. I, I think there will be tremendous support for lacrosse. I think you're right about that. They, I was just telling you, they signed a five-star in their most recent recruiting class. Like yeah. when she says this recruiting class, very good. She means it. And the, yeah, you, when you look at her, look at their roster, at her roster too, the experience she has this is a great time of of the uh of in history to try to start a new sport at a school because of the transfers and the way you can recruit now that's a great point and i think she's gonna as she said she's gonna really uh really lean on some of that experience again saturday 2 30 they changed that time i think um it's a, a 2.30 start against Wofford on Saturday. It is also listed as an ACC network. I don't know if that is on TV or online, but it will be oh. available one place or the other as you look at their schedule there. So Very interesting. Uh, this hour of the program brought to you by our friends at Ingles, where you'll find low prices and you will love the savings. Dr. Ashley Lucas is coming in here in a few minutes from PhD, so I'm going to stick to the PhD-approved part of this. Uh, they have bell peppers, red, orange, or yellow, 98 cents each. My wife made dinner the other night, and it had, I don't know how many kinds of peppers there are, but it had every kind of pepper you can imagine in there, and it was it was delightful. So 
You best believe I'm going to uh, take advantage of a lot of that stuff. Uh, how about Boston Butt Pork Roast, 158 a pound. Whole beef tenderloin, uh, filet mignon, unbelievable, $12.98 each on that. You've got fresh lean ground chuck, three pounds or more at $3.58 a pound. Avocados, who doesn't love a good avocado? 68 cents a piece on those. You can also get Roma tomatoes for $1.48 a pound. You can get limes, two for a dollar. Strawberries for a pound, $3.98 each. I know we need to replenish that in the uh, in the fridge. Uh, I just used some uh, romaine lettuce on a sandwich uh, this afternoon. Two for $3, romaine lettuce. At Ingles, where you find low prices, and you will love the savings. And one of the Ingles here in Easley had gas at two seventy-seven. Shut just a few up. minutes ago. Yeah. Two seventy-seven. Yeah. And the avocado was right inside the front door. Oh, so, buddy, let's go. At 277. I'm really happy. I went Full to, tank of gas and avocado, <laughs> man. I went to Ingalls yesterday, and I'm pretty sure I get 15 cents off with fuel perks right now. So if I'm paying 262 for gas, I think I only need like a quarter tank. I might go top it off just to be sure. At those prices, that's a steal. Stay with us. We have more NBA trade news. We have Super Bowl to talk about, and Dr. Ashley Lucas is going to be in studio talking PhD weight loss after this. Valentine's, treat her to a day of relaxation and rejuvenation at Lilia Day Spa, Anderson's premier spa. Their therapists are ready to restore her mind, body, and spirit in a relaxing and private environment. Select from the Sweet Treat Package, the Be Mine Package, Cupid's Holiday, or the Sweetheart Package. Or let Lilia Day Spa create something special for her. A gift certificate from Lilia Day Spa is ideal for Valentine's and shows her you care. 116 Benson Street, downtown Anderson. Lilia Day Spa, Anderson's premier spa. Have you thought about the legacy you will leave for your family? David Green would like to help you ensure that you leave a legacy you are proud of. There is no better time than right now to plan for the future. Whether it is a simple will, power of attorney, family trust, or other option, David is here to help you prepare the right plan for you and your family. Call today at 864-271-7940 so they can help discuss your family's legacy. Since 1917, Harbin Lumber Company has been a top lumber and building supplier in the industry. Their number one asset is their employees, people who are dedicated to providing quality building products and contractor services. People just like you, working to grow and be a part of the community. From construction projects to large remodeling jobs, see the hardworking folks people have entrusted for nearly 100 years. Harbin Lumber Company, serving South Carolina, Georgia, and North Carolina, and online at harbinlumber.com. For over 70 years, Ralph Hayes Toyota has been treating customers so well, you'd think they were part of the family. Members of our Family Promise program who buy a new Toyota will enjoy perks like lifetime nitro on tires, gas fill-up, lifestyle test drives, and three years no-cost maintenance. It's part of our pledge to give our customers the best new car buying experience. Ralph Hayes Toyota, Clemson Boulevard, Anderson. With the two for five dollars mix and match of Bojangles, you choose between sausage and egg, country ham, and southern gravy biscuits. All scratch made. It's bow time. This Valentine's, let's be honest. Diamonds Direct knows what's on all of our wish lists this year. Just like the little black dress is a wardrobe staple that can be worn for any occasion, diamond classics like diamond stud earrings, pendants, and tennis bracelets are the perfect addition to dress up any look. For the first time ever, Diamonds Direct is offering an amazing 25% off their Diamond Classics collection. 
With 25% off, it's never been easier to build a perfect timeless jewelry collection. Every outfit is complete with these classics. Dress up your look with a pair of diamond studs, tennis bracelet, or pendant. Now through the 14th, take an additional 25% off Diamonds Direct's already low prices on their Diamond Classics collection. And give that little black dress lots of sparkle. Don't miss the best ever Valentine's celebration at Diamonds Direct. With unprecedented savings, in-store designer appearances, and special 0% financing offers. Get all the details at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Carolina Auto Connection. The little dealer with the big heart. Celebrating 14 years serving the upstate. With no haggle pricing and no dealer fees, their customers come from all over the world. They have the lowest prices on the best pre-owned vehicles. Their staff is straightforward and honest. All vehicles are 49-point inspected and serviced, so you can buy with confidence. Carolina Auto Connection, 1434 Boiling Springs Road, just off I-85 Spartanburg. Call 864-814-DEAL for an appointment or carolinaautoconnection.com. Powered by Upcountry Fiber, we are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Hey, if you bleed orange and purple, we're your flagship station for Clemson Athletics. You're listening to 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Only in America, folks. Where every day is game day. Three continues out of bounds. William Quagmish, Ben Milstead, live inside the Upcountry Fiber studios. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Hey, Ben, I have uh, breaking news. What's that? You ready? Uh, I've lost some weight mm. in the last year. Have you heard this? Uh, you heard I've heard something it? about that, yes. Okay, very like good. Like everywhere I go with you. Right, that's right. Um, it's now Skinny Quack and Fat Ben. That's right, that's right. Which, uh, Ben, and I always say, Ben looks great. Ben is an Iron Man. Ben looks fantastic. Um, but the the reason for the weight loss is sitting right next to me in studio. It's Dr. Ashley Lucas. Uh, her team at PhD Weight Loss, they do a great job and are great partners of ours and great partners of my personal health. So, right. Dr. Lucas, thank you so much for uh, joining us. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. For sure. Now, you, uh, you recently started a YouTube channel. Yes. And I follow you on Instagram. Follow you on social media, mm-hmm. and uh, you're giving great nuggets, whatever. And so I know this is going to be great because it's two true media professionals <laughs> having a conversation right now. I don't know if I'm equal to you there. I'm working <laughs> up to it. Um, tell us a little bit. Uh, I've talked about my own journey, but tell us a little bit about your journey and how you got to the place in your life where you said, these are things that people do that don't work. These are things that work, and this is how I want to help people. Oh, man, I'll try to shorten it down. But (laughs) I was a professional ballet dancer before I got into the field of nutrition. And I wasn't very good at the beginning. I had to work really hard and push my body to do things that it just didn't naturally want to do. And as a result, I had a really hard time fitting into the 
ballet body image. I always had to undereat. I was told I was fat despite working out like crazy and not eating very much. I had a pretty successful career because I'm persistent and dedicated. I performed in over 400 nutcrackers, but I probably had one stress fracture in at least both feet at the same time for the majority of those shows. So I was chosen at one point to perform up in New York City, you know, every dancer's dream. And instead of finding myself on the spotlight in these once in a lifetime shows, I was in the ER. And I had no idea what was going on. I thought I was having a heart attack. And after a whole bunch of tests, the, the physician said that I was simply underfed and overexercised and I could not continue. And so that was huge for me. I mean, it was my identity. It's all that I knew, probably like you doing sports, it becomes you. And so I was flown home, fearful of my health future, didn't know what was going on. And I had to decide at that point, what was I going to do with myself? I understood how significantly nutrition or really lack thereof um, impacted my own sport performance. So I went back to school and earned my PhD in sports nutrition and chronic disease. And I studied exactly that. What happens to our metabolism when we chronically diet? And what do we need to do to drop the weight and keep it off from a mental and emotional standpoint? So that's what I studied. And then I went on and I taught at the Ohio State University and found that I wasn't a patient person. I had to see dramatic change in people right away. So I went back to school to be a registered dietitian because I thought that's what I needed to be to be a true expert in the field of weight management. But I was told all the same stuff that didn't work for me. Eat less, move more, eat everything low fat. It's all your fault. You just need to continue to eat less and less and move more and more. But that didn't work for me. So I flipped it all upside down, did the exact opposite, had great results. And that's how I started to work initially with athletes and found what had a significant impact in these athletes of optimizing performance and their body composition had a more profound impact on those of us struggling with excess weight. And that's how PhD was born. That's a great story. I love that so much because it goes to the heart. It goes to the why of, of what you're doing. I remember our first conversation where I I said, oh, I, I need to lose like five or 10 pounds. You know, it's probably not going to be that big a deal. Zach's giving me all the lines like, oh, it's not going to be, you know, just try it. It'll be fine. And then I remember sitting down with you and you basically were like, yeah, it's going to take probably 20, 25 pounds. You know, you, this is, you had visceral fat breakdown, body fat breakdown. You, had, you gave me all that. And I remember you saying this very specifically. You said, was there a point in your life where you weighed what you thought that you should weigh? And then was there a trigger that started you down a path of not doing that? And I remember very distinctly, it was junior year of college. I remember explaining to you what that was. And you said, basically, in a lot more words and in, in a lot more eloquently, what we're going to do is we're going to undo that because you're going to retrain my brain how to think about food, how to process food, how to process emotions and, how, you know, all the bad habits I've gotten into. And doggone if it didn't work Darn like it. a charm. I know it's <laughs> unbelievable. The mental side to me is the most profound side of mm -hmm. what you do because you're not just giving people a regimen and saying, go follow it and struggle and fight it. But you're actually changing people's minds That's and you're right. changing people's behaviors through that. That's the biggest part of it. 80% of dropping weight comes from the mind. The mental, emotional, the habits, behaviors, the what you need to eat and when you need to eat it, that's important too, but that's actually the easy part. Dropping weight is a process of letting go, letting go of all of this excess fat weight that's no longer serving you, but also all of those emotions that are tied to it. And that's just what you did. Exactly right. And uh, I was telling you, I'm down about... 
I stepped on the scale this morning. I'm down about 33 pounds from where I was before uh, before the program. I dropped 24 in weight loss, and I'm down like eight or nine pounds in the maintenance phase. I know so. it's wild. A lot of bodies will just continue to drop the weight until they really get their body where it needs to be. Your body starts working for you. When you have this fat weight in the belly, all the, that your body wants to do is get fatter as fast as possible. It's like this thing in there that's working against you. And so when you get the body where it needs to be, the metabolism becomes much more fast and efficient. And it's just so nice to have it on your side, isn't it? Yes, it's wonderful. And my wife loves it too because she is very healthy and we got to eat vegetables for two at my house because- uh, You used to not eat many oh, veggies. No. I remember I, it was like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. It was, it was, it was not my bit nose. <laughs> bit nose, I would come in here with peanut butter sandwiches and- Fruit, like if I had fruit, it was a good day. Mm-hmm. That he ordered off the kids' meal, like you know, <laughs> that, that, chicken nuggets and fries. That's true. I know, and people said there was no hope, so I'm so proud. That's right, Zach. <laughs> See, proving everybody wrong. Uh, Visit with Dr. Ashley Lucas uh, with PhD Weight Loss for a few minutes here on the program. Let's talk a little bit about your impact in this area because I know you started out west. New Mexico, mm-hmm. Colorado. I think Colorado is a flagship. That's right. And now you've moved Greenville, Asheville, Charlotte. Tell us why this area was attractive to you. Well, I mean, it personally, it was attractive to me because I have a family. I have three young kids and we really loved living in Colorado, the mountains, the rivers, the water, all of that's really important to us and our recreation and how we raise our kids. And so we just wanted to serve more people. I feel like it's my my moral obligation to help as many people as possible. And the area where we lived in Durango, Colorado was in the middle of nowhere. And I just felt like I I couldn't expand to the degree that I wanted to from out in the the middle of that beautiful place. And so we looked all around the U.S. and thought, okay, where can we make our mark and where can we help the most people? And we settled on Asheville and Greenville and Charlotte. We're reaching into Tennessee, Florida, Georgia. So there's just a lot of surrounding areas of people who really need our help where we can can reach and, and do what we do best. All right. So give us a little bit of a synopsis. I know I've given my story. I don't know that my story is uh, is typical. I'm not certain. So walk us through, if somebody has questions, that initial consultation, what's that like with you or a member of your team? Yes. The first step is to schedule that initial consultation. It's either in person or over the phone. One thing we didn't mention is that we have a huge nationwide at home over the phone program. We actually have clients all over the country now, at least multiple clients in multiple, uh, in every single state in the U S which is really exciting. But that first step is that consultation because our program is customized to each person. You know, someone's program, your friend Quok isn't going to have the same program as you do. The length and it really depends on the severity of the condition, how much excess fat weight you have to let go. So we need to learn about you, your medical history, your past history with weight gain and weight loss. So in that initial consultation, we learn about that. And then we figure out what your program will look like in length and cost and all of the details going forward. Right. And it's like I said, everybody is great to work with. Yes. I, I say it every time. Uh, you, you're never going to have a negative interaction. And I'll be honest, like there are a few that'll push you now. That's There's right. a few that'll be like, hey, yeah, you need to get on it. Like I, <laughs> I had somebody reach out to me on Facebook and said, hey, I had a tough one. I think it was Nicolette. If yes. like, I had a tough one with Nicolette. She really kicked me in the pants, but I needed it. That's and right. so it's it, it can be tough love, but it's, it's an incredibly 
encouraging and it's not a shaming environment for people. No, no shame, no guilt, no judgment. It's not about that. It's about stepping up. It's about leveling up. I look at it just like any sport because I created this from a sport background. And when you're an athlete, you need to have a coach. Any of these athletes that you guys talk about, they all have a coach. They have not done this on their own. And there's some stigma in society that we should be able to drop weight on our own. And there's some kind of guilt associated with needing to ask for help when that's so bogus. 95% of diets we do on our own fail, research shows. And it's no different than an athlete hiring a coach. You need someone to have an outside perspective, someone to tell you what's going on. And Nicolette probably just said, hey, did you you realize that you, you might need to step up here and change this and take personal responsibility for your actions? Like, let's do this. Um, and, and it's okay. And it really, really allows for success. And people have struggled for so long on their own that most people just regret not starting sooner. Mm. Yeah, I, I certainly do. I went like I was 32 and never ate a vegetable. Really? My Mm -hmm. parents tried their best and I really do. I regret not doing it sooner because it was, it was much easier to integrate. I I find myself, you know, I was, I was a little bit afraid, um, when I, finish the program. Well, I'm just going to go back to wanting the same stuff that I wanted before. And there are lots of things that I have not craved since last January. And that's the mental approach that you're talking about. And I would imagine that's true of a lot of people. Yeah. Mental and hormonal and metabolic. So when your metabolism is in the right state, you actually don't crave those foods anymore. And your palate changes. People are really fearful to start a program and drop weight because of the way their palate is, thinking they can't eat the foods that they enjoy. But I will tell you, 100% of the time, we're able to change that um, and either include some of those foods or change the metabolism so you don't even want them anymore. That's exactly right. Um, I want to, before before you run, I want to ask you about Clemson. Sure. Because there's a big partnership now. I know it's been in the works for a little while. Mm-hmm. Tell us why you decided to to partner or to, to try to form a partnership, pursue a partnership between PhD and uh, Clemson. Well, first of all, I love Clemson. Second of all, I am an athlete at heart and I love sports and I, I love what they're about. And they have the same values that we have. It's about um, growth. It's about progression. It's about winning and seeing results. Um, and so we just have so many similar values that it's important to me to connect within the community with organizations that do that. And I couldn't think of anyone better than Clemson. Outstanding. How's YouTube going, by the way, your YouTube channel. Tell us a little bit about why you wanted to, why you wanted to start a YouTube channel. Well, it was around the holidays and people always say that the holidays are a tough time to create change. And I just wanted to create a community where people like-minded who want to up-level their health, who want to take responsibility and step up and be different and not just be mediocre. I want to have a community to support people with that, where they can ask questions or, you know, hopefully I can provide answers through these videos. And so that was the origin of me creating the Dr. Ashley show. YouTube, Instagram, nuggets of wisdom all the time. Mm. Honestly, almost every time I open Instagram, you're hitting me with something on a story, on a post or something. And it just, it reminds me that, uh, you know, maybe a cookie is not a good idea right now. Maybe it's something else. So yeah. I'm glad I can give that to you. (laughs) You're like my check and balance uh, when my wife's not around. Uh, Dr. Lucas, thank you so much for, uh, appreciate the chance to get you in here, see our uh, studio. And thanks for what you're doing for so many people. I know we get texts. We, uh, you know, I get people sending me DMs on Twitter and Facebook all the time. 
saying how the program's helped them. And so uh, we're, we're glad to get the word out and keep getting the word out. Thank you. It means the world to me. Absolutely. MyPhcWayLoss.com. If you have questions, go to that website. They got everything for you there. Ben, in our final segment, we have not said Super Bowl today. I feel like we need to talk a little Super Bowl next. Valentine's is approaching fast, so be ready for that special day. Rooster's Men's Grooming Center has everything that you need to look your best for your special date. Get anything from a haircut or neck trim to a seven-step facial shave. This modern classic barber shop has everything you need to look your best. Call 864-884-8920 for your next appointment. Or use the new Roosters app to see more of the services they provide. Located on Pelham Road in Greenville. My Garage by Essex is proud to service the Clemson area with excellent service on all makes and models. They are professionals that perform high-quality workmanship with high-quality parts. With life being uncertain, you know you can be certain of My Garage by Essex, taking care of you and your family. Stop in to see them at 551 Old Greenville Highway, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. till 5 p.m., or call 864-633-5800. For the first time, Diamonds Direct is offering an extra 25% off all of their Diamond Classics collection. 25% off Diamond Stud Earrings, 25% off Diamond Tennis Bracelets, and 25% off Diamond Pendants and more. It's true. This Valentine's Day, Diamonds Direct lets you take a full 25% off all these must-have jewelry box staples. Diamond Classics are like a little black dress. It's jewelry that never goes out of style and something you can wear every day, whether it's just running errands or going out on the town. A nice pair of diamond stud earrings goes with anything and everything. And now through Valentine's Day, you can take an extra 25% off. It's our best value ever offered on these popular gifts. Don't miss this sparkling new Valentine's event. Visit DiamondsDirect.com to view the Diamond Classics collection. Learn about designer trunk shows offering an expanded selection. And apply for zero interest financing options up to three full years. Celebrate your love and save like never before at Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Founders MasterCard credit cards are here. Enjoy the convenience, reliability, and security that comes with MasterCard. Accepted worldwide, you can use them for your everyday purchases, travel purchases, and even business purchases. You can even show your school spirit with a Clemson University-designed credit card. And Founders MasterCard credit cards are digital wallet-ready, so you can add them to your smart device. So you always have a way to pay. Plus, you get more with a Founders MasterCard, like rewards for purchases made with your life rewards or extra work. World credit card. Don't wait. Make your priceless experiences today. Visit foundersfcu.com forward slash credit cards. That's foundersfcu.com forward slash credit cards. Or visit one of our offices to apply today. Membership qualification required. Federally insured by NCUA. Terms and conditions may apply. If you or someone you know has been unable to work full-time and has been dealing with a veteran's disability case or TDIU claim on their own for several years and has received a hearing notice, it still isn't too late to get a lawyer for your case. Let's improve your chance of victory with your case today with the team at Thompson & King. They know veterans' law. It's never too late to know more about your case and be as prepared as possible. Call Thompson & King at 864-222-0200 or visit thompsonking.com and let us help you. Mr. Knickerbocker isn't just a store, it's a lifestyle. Shop 100% collegiate licensed tailgating items, gifts, decals, apparel, pet products, hats, and more for all Clemson sports all year long. 
With four locations to serve you, shop Clemson on College Avenue or the Lifestyle Store, Seneca at Hartwell Village, Greenville on Woodruff Road, or online at mrknickerbocker.com. Like and follow on social media for new product launches and more. Mr. Knickerbocker, a Clemson tradition store since 1973. Wakefield Automotive has built a reputation of trust with its loyal customers for decades. Their family-owned business loves helping the upstate save. Now they have the Wakefield Family Promise. Even with new vehicle shortages, you will never pay over MSRP for your new Buick or GMC. Get the best price on your new Sierra, Yukon Envision, or Encore GX and the excellent service you expect from them. So don't pay a big markup. Experience the Wakefield Automotive Family Promise and save. Visit us today at 300 West St. John Street in Spartanburg or at wakefieldauto.com. 105.5 and 97.5. We are the Roar, where every day is game game day. Sing my Sarah, broken halo, broken wings that used to fly. They've all gone wherever they go. All right, final segment of a Thursday, February 9th. Uh, just a heads up, we will not be on air tomorrow. Mark Childress will be filling in on Monday, so just some programming notes there. Um, I I am curious to see what happens this weekend with the Super Bowl. We'll get to that here in just a second. First, I got to tell you about the plumbing experts. If you go to theplumbingexperts.com, you will see much like uh, much like Dr. Ashley Lucas, uh, who was uh, just in here, did a that was a fascinating interview. Love love hearing her story and and uh, what got her to the place where she's now helping so many people all across the country. Um, she comes in after a lot of damage has been done, right? She's she's coming in responding to uh, health conditions or significant weight gain, things like that. Um, but she'd like to get in on the front end with people and have people uh, you know, live and eat healthier on the front end. Everybody would. That's the difference in the plumbing experts. If you go to theplumbingexperts.com, you will see all of the different ways that they can help you when disaster strikes, but you're also going to see the service that they uh, that they can do on your septic tank where you can put that thing in a maintenance plan every three to five years. They pump that thing. They check it, make sure it's working right. You can set it and forget it, and you won't have those issues arise at random. That's the difference with the plumbing experts. Go to theplumbingexperts.com. That's theplumbingexperts.com. They won't let you down. We've mentioned the NF, the NBA several times a day. There's still trades going on uh, even right now. It's, it is uh, everybody has their bags packed waiting to go. One trade to pay attention to, though, and I just I think this is just fantastic. <laughs> Michael Beasley gets traded to L.A., to the Lakers. Uh, there's a gentleman on that team named Scottie Pippen Jr. That's already, you might have heard of his father. Uh, yes, do tell. So, Michael Beasley and Scottie Pippen Jr. are now teammates. Why is that a big deal, you might ask? Well, Michael Beasley dated Scottie Pippen Jr.'s mother for a year. Oh, what? <laughs> for a year. And and it was it was a big deal. Uh, ultimately, Beasley went back to his child's mother, his baby mama, and that lady and Pippin's mother had words on I probably Instagram. Shoot, let's go. In which 
Okay, so Pippin's mom. Now, Pippin Jr. was ticked about it the whole time. I'm sure he was. I mean, I think this was 2020. It was a big deal. I mean, he he was not happy. Uh, So she, Pippin's mom, tells the other lady why she is happy that Beasley is back with her. And and she's trying to give her some woman-to-woman advice on why, you know, you need to be careful. And she lists some reasons, one of which I think is funny. He cried entirely too much (laughs) was one of the reasons. Wait a second now. (laughs) That what's wrong with that? Uh, He says one of them is he's cheap. But then again, you knew you knew that because you've never seen any alimony (laughs) from him. Uh, But this one caught my attention. She says, when I thought about him again, being Michael, him being Michael Beasley. When I thought about him and how he treated your child's your child, he's not the type of man I want around mine. Oh now what? he's working with your child. Oh he's a teammate no. of your child. Oh no. Oh <laughs> now when she sends that, she's never in a million years thinking about him being in the same locker room as her child. Well, of course not. Why would listen, Ben? She she does have some younger kids too. Ben, <laughs> I, I've I've done a I've done some research while you're talking. There's a couple notes here that are just wild. Um, I can't imagine how and, and think about how many people are employed in the Clemson football office. Now uh-huh. think about professional sports franchises. How many people are on the payroll and nobody vets this situation before executing a trade? I mean, I don't care if I think Malik Beasley is going to be LeBron James in my system. I cannot do this. You can't bring that guy in when the guy has had relations with his teammate's mom. You can't allow that to happen. You would have thought it would have been a red flag at some point, right? You would have thought. (laughs) Can I I tell you that... you know, and Beasley's Beasley's a fine player. There's, there, he's not like a player that there's not two dozen of them out there. No, I mean, he, like he's, he's not, he is a good player. He's not. He's not a guy you have to have. This guy. Uh, there is there is more news on this. I'm looking at a New York Post story about this. Did you know that? I'm just going to call Scotty Pippen's ex-wife. Has, do you know who her current boyfriend is? Okay, I've heard rumors that it's Michael Jordan's son. It is Marcus Jordan. Is that real? Yes, that is real. They are Instagram official as of a month ago. Well, there you go. I they mean, are Instagram official. You change your profile. I've Michael said a million times. I don't need no marriage license. My, All I need is that Facebook status change. My, <laughs> it's Scotty Pippen's teammate's son. The son. Okay, now I'm starting to think maybe <laughs> Pippen Jr. should have more issue with his mother than he, which I'm sure he does. I mean. Than with Beasley. Uh, but I mean, your, your, your teammate broke your mother's heart. And this, oh, this played out in public. I'm looking right now. She's on the Real Housewives of Miami. I, do I need to watch these shows? No. No? This is exactly why you don't need to watch these shows. You, you know what I blame for all this? I blame poor decision making. 
And I blame poor parenting in every level. And that is what the Phoenix Center is trying to avoid in our communities. Poor decision-making like this for young people. Next level. I mean, you want to talk about a grade-A example of why you do not, under any circumstances, want to ignore pouring into your kids the importance of good decision-making. That's what the Phoenix Center is doing in our communities. Trying to get kids to make different choices and to... To uh, to indulge in alcohol and drugs and vaping and and just making bad choices that are going to have bad consequences later. They're trying to help equip parents. They're trying to help equip voices, uh, teachers. Uh, you know, all, all, everybody in our community. They're trying to make sure that we all play a part in reinforcing those positive messages that are all backed by data that work. To, to get kids on the right path, decision-making-wise. For more information, go to their website. Check in the resources at phoenixcenter.org. That's phoenixcenter.org. I can't believe I didn't remember this or think of this. As Texture points out, LeBron James, who is the leader of that team, has experience here. He'll help guide you through this. Oh uh, who, yes! Who was it that was dating his mother? It was um, that he walked in. Oh on. man, it's the guy. He's uh, he's homeless. Was it Delonte West? Yes, Delonte yeah, West. That had li- he like lived with LeBron part of the time, <laughs> and LeBron walks in on him with his mother. <laughs> so let me get. You can't make it up. So, not once but twice this has now happened with members of the Lakers. The Lake Show. Do you think that's what they talk about when they're having, like, locker room? Do you think that's a legitimate topic of conversation in the locker room? We have to have a some type of spinoff reality show from this, right? Like, how many times... you got to. How many times did somebody bust Scottie Pittman Jr.'s chops about Malik Beasley and his mom just from being in the league? And now, nobody's going to be able to make those jokes anymore because they now... They just have to, like, deal with it. Mm. You know what? I I, I don't even, like, how would you coach this? Darvin Ham, my guy, how do you even deal with this? <laughs> don't, don't you have to talk about, like, the first team meeting, doesn't this have to come up? Hey, no, I know this. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Nobody mentions this. You don't, no. Nothing? No, you pretend like this never happened. You just let them hate oh, each other. Oh, oh, yeah. And fight every day. You you make sure that the uh, that that the metal detectors working at the entrance to the facility. After that, that's, that's all I'm doing. I'm I want I don't want anybody dying on my watch. Okay, so that's it. Just nobody. But died. I'm never mentioning it. No weapons. I'm not mentioning. Yeah, fists are fine. Oh well, yeah. Because you know they're going to, like, that's going to happen at some point. NBA locker room. It is what it is. All right. In our final few minutes, that, that was wild. That's a, that was a wild journey right there. And I didn't even, I didn't even remember LeBron. <laughs> that, God, it's, it's almost like they gave him the soft landing spot. You know, if this were to happen, LeBron would be a great. You're like, you wonder if that's, if that's what happened when they brought in uh, Scottie Pippen Jr. <laughs> you know, if we were to get Beasley, LeBron will help. He's, he's being helpful. Um, can I talk about Super Bowl just for just for a second? Because I would love for you to talk about the Super Bowl. I, I have been so just emphatically certain 
that the Eagles were going to win this game because both teams have good offenses and one team has a good defense, mm-hmm. that it is frightening me from actually picking the Eagles. Don't overthink it. it but, but here's the thing. Do, haven't I earned the right to overthink? By the way, I won 10 bucks last night. I was up $10. It went two and two. Put the money in the right spots, baby. Ten and bucks. You are uh, two winning nights in a row. Man. Three. Count Three. the 50 bucks on Miami. Yeah. So, you know what? I'm not doing squat tonight. I say that now, but we got several hours to throw some picks in there. Uh, I don't have anything I love tonight from a, uh, from a point spread standpoint. But I got to tell you. I'm not I'm just not loving the Eagles because I think there are there are significantly more reasons to pick the Eagles in this game than there are the Chiefs but the Chiefs reasons are like Patrick Mahomes that's a great reason to pick the Andy Reid that's a great reason Nick Sirianni's relative inexperience Jalen Hurts relative inexperience great reason Ben are you waffling at all on this no no, the Eagles are going to win. Okay, so you you feel great about the Eagles right now? No, I don't, no question I don't ever whatsoever. Feel great in any Super Bowl, really, but I think the Eagles are going to win. I do. I think I think the media loves Patrick Mahomes, and look, there's a lot of a lot of things to like about the Chiefs. Fine team. I think the Eagles are better. I just do. I think the Eagles' defense is better. I, see, that's the thing. I think defensively, the Eagles have something the Chiefs don't have. The Eagles, the Eagles have an opportunity to impact the quarterback, and I am, I am not persuaded that the Chiefs are going to be able to do that at, at, at the level that the, uh, that the Eagles are. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. We did not allow enough time for text response on the out of the know, we really line didn't. to the, you know, we, Mel Carey's key said, your mama jokes are off limits now in the Lakers organization. <laughs> well, yes. Back to our super secret meeting yes. yesterday. Uh, we should talk more NBA. Quack and Ben, we got this. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Um. Yeah, that you know what? It's the perfect way to talk NBA on the yeah. program. It's the perfect way. Uh, by the way, can I? I just need to yell at who's the Heat fan on the text line right here. Uh, is it Cole? Is it- I, it's Cole. I think this is Cole for an eight six four. Unless we have multiple, unless they're multiplying, we might have multiple Heat fans. You know what? You know what did happen last night? Pacers covered, big guy, plus six and a half. That was twenty five bucks, baby. Two and two. Mm. Pacers got the uh, got got in the back door there. On the cover, although I I don't feel comfortable using that reference talking NBA after this, I just <laughs> oh, don't. Boo. I just don't. Uh, the Heat did I win the game. The Heat for did those, win last for night. For those who care about such yeah. silly things, <laughs> that's right. You know what My I did? Heat team. You know what I whiffed on last night, big time. I really thought that Alabama or Florida was going to be held to fifty last night, and so I took the under in that game. Did you hear the Alabama fans doing the war chant? Yes, playing Florida. Fine. Yes, <laughs> that was they. Fair. They were that game was like Wake in North Carolina. It was like every it was every possession for the entire first half. Florida did something horrible, and Alabama was running and dunking and just abu- just abusing Florida. And so I, I knew that was a bad pick. The other one is I thought the uh, I thought the Jazz would cover against the Timberwolves, and they got blown out. So that was a that was a bad idea. Um, but yeah, that I'll, I, let me tell you something. If the NCAA tournament started today. I would think very strongly about Alabama. 
Oh, they're they're the real deal. Uh, quickly, Boston College upsets Virginia Tech last night yes. on the road. So all you Virginia Tech bubble people and there's where are you today? I mean, uh, let's stop the, that nonsense. How many spots did they rise in the net this morning? Well, that's true. I didn't check. <laughs> you know what? It's great for Clemson because they lost. They're firmly back on the bubble. Clemson, honestly, Clemson needs. Clemson needs some games to go up a level that they've already played. They need that Boston College game on the road to be a quad two if they can, and they need some more help in that. Yeah, regard. but two of their two of their wins just got cheapened by that. That well, that's also a good point. Ben, I'll see you Tuesday. Enjoy your safe travels. Will do. God bless. Well, WCCP FM one hundred five point five, Clemson, Greenville, Anderson, WAHT AM fifteen sixty, Cowpens ninety seven point five, Spartanburg. We are the Roar. Needing to rent a mini excavator like a Bobcat E32, a skid steer, or wood chipper? Or maybe a smaller tool like a pressure washer, jackhammer, or compactor? McNeely's Store and Rental has got you covered. Clemson alumni-owned renting equipment and selling materials for more than 30 years. We also sell septic materials, ADS drainage products, concrete boxes, real stone veneers, and more. With two upstate South Carolina locations in Clemson and West Union, McNeelyStoreandRental.com or 